millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Hello, everybody, and welcome to your latest edition of Red Men Bite Size. My name is Dan Club. It is Monday, the 28th of August. It is a bank holding Monday. But that doesn't mean a lot in the world of footy and in the world of Redmen because we're here, we're working, and we are, of course, reacting to what was a an exciting and exhilarating and falling game of football when the Reds came from behind to beat Newcastle against the odds, down to 10 men. And Darwin Nunes was, of course, the saviour. Came from the bench to rescue Liverpool late on. With two brilliantly taken goals, actually. We don't often talk about the actual footy and the action on these bite-sized shows. It's more about news and stuff like that. But I can't I can't kick off the show without mentioning it. Darwin Nunes was absolutely exceptional when he came on. He was lethal. He was everything we wanted from him when we signed him. We haven't seen enough of it, of course. And... I just hope he can be a real line in the sand for me. He can kick on because we have seen glimpses of ability and sort of little flashes of what he can offer. And that was absolutely him in a nutshell. And it was brilliant to watch the, the scenes, the celebrations afterwards. I'm sure you've seen loads of it. If you haven't, make sure you check out our YouTube and, of course, Red Men Plus for those who are subscribed. Or if you want to subscribe and get involved, please do because there's some amazing content there. Chloe's match day vlog is brilliant Chloe's scene from after the final whistle have gone from St James's Park were amazing all our reactions to it was um it was a day that went from being really really grim because Liverpool weren't at it I think it's fair to say certainly first half obviously we lost Van Dijk as well whatever you think about that red card uh, so be it, welcome to your opinion on that but we obviously down to 10 men didn't really like we had a way of getting back into the game and then out of nowhere we produced a, a last 15 minute miracle very Liverpool style very Jurgen Klopp and yeah a good Good day was had by all. Um, but now, of course, like I say, it is Bank Holiday Monday. There's only a few days left in the transfer window. And there's still stories knocking around, of course. Liverpool remain active, I think it's fair to say. I think all the journalists reporting saying Liverpool still looking to do stuff. We had Neil Jones saying the same thing to us last week. So I think there's a few irons and a few different fires. And one of them remains Ryan Gravenberch, of course. He's a name that hasn't gone away. I've said that numerous times all summer long. And it continues to be the case. He... He spoke after, he actually made his first appearance at Bayern Munich over the weekend. They were winning 3-0 and he came on for the last 10 minutes against Augsburg. They actually only ended up winning 3-1. I'm not saying he was culpable for the goal that they conceded, but I did see that he was booked after like a minute of being on the pitch. Maybe a little bit of frustration coming out early there in Ryan Gravenberch's display. But like I say, that was 
and they remain his only minutes so far this season for the Bundesliga side. There's been loads of reports linking him with a move away. Liverpool interested, Manchester United are also interested. Obviously, there's a Eric Ten Hag link there. And after the game, reporters, unsurprisingly, made a beeline for Ryan Gravenberch and asked him what was going on with his future. And his response was relatively blunt, relatively quick. He just said, I don't know what will happen in the next days. And that is obviously not loads to that. He hasn't come out and said, oh, I want to move. I want to join Liverpool. I want to join the United. He hasn't said any of those things, but he could have also quite easily said, oh no, I'm happy, you know, I'll still be a Bayern Munich player come this time next week, but he wasn't prepared to say so, which leaves the door very much ajar to, to something being a possibility, and I think everyone kind of knows that is still the case. So, watch this space on Ryan Gravenberch. Um, Next, I want to talk about another name that's been doing the rounds in Liverpool circles in recent weeks. A more a newer one to the list of targets is Czech Decore, Crystal Palace midfielder, of course. Um, and this time it comes from RMC Sport in France. And they've claimed, they've kind of doubled down on Liverpool's interest. So Liverpool have shown an interest in signing the defensive midfielder, 23-year-old Marley International. Now, it goes on to say that there's been no concrete offer as of yet from Liverpool, which kind of leaves the move at a bit of a standstill. That's the word that they've used which is fair enough I think Liverpool are still assessing their options they've got to assess them pretty quick because as I mentioned earlier on we're only a few days away now from that deadline Friday 11 o'clock of course that is and just to say we will have you covered from every angle all week on Men Men we are working the late shift on Friday from start to finish first thing in the morning to last thing at night myself and Chris will be here covering everything and hopefully Liverpool can get some business done but RMC Sport back to this news report now says that Liverpool are still looking to bring in a fourth midfield arrival and Crystal Palace has slapped a price tag on Decore that is above the 60 million euro mark. Yeah, it's been reported here a few times that they're looking for 70 million pounds to 80 million pounds even. So I think they're trying to deter Liverpool's interest in the final days of the window because of course if we were to sign Decore, I do think if Liverpool put a £70 million bid on the table. Palace would find it very, very difficult to ignore. But obviously, they'd also have to consider themselves and they'd have to try and find a replacement in a very short space of time. So maybe if they're aware of interest now, which I imagine they definitely are, they could always be getting some sort of things lined up, some possibilities, maybe having some conversations of their own, just in case they do lose to Corey late in the window. Now, the next story I want to touch on is, of course, defensive midfielder related once again. And it's about Douglas Luiz this time. This is a name that's emerged much more recently, actually. I think it was originally in a report from The Athletic a couple of weeks ago from James Pierce. Um, and Ben Jacobs was told, give me sport, that Douglas Luiz is a name that has been discussed internally by Liverpool, although he is not aware of any movement at this point. He also goes on to say, it is crystal clear Liverpool want to add between now and the end of the window. He mentions Ryan Gravenberch as a long-standing target. Target, and also mentions the fact that Bayern at the moment aren't open to that possible sale, but that could quite easily, quite easily change. So a few names there kind of just not going away and kind of sticking around even this late in the window. I mean, Luis feels like a really difficult one to sort of achieve. I'm not sure we'll be able to sort of prize him away from Aston Villa at this stage. They're a club very much on an upward trajectory, they are looking to keep hold of their assets, even strengthen themselves quite possibly. That feels like a difficult deal to get over the line in such a short space of time. Check the core, similar, but I feel as though if you were to sort of, for instance, if you put 50, 60 million down for Douglas Louise, I wouldn't be overly surprised if Palace 
Sorry if Aston Villa did reject that so late in the window. I think they're in a position whereby they could do that. They're in a real position of strength. Whereas Crystal Palace, if you start talking those kind of numbers for Decore, I'm not sure they'll be able to turn that down. I'm not certain on that, but I think they'd be very, they'd be very hard placed to turn around and say no, to turn the nose up at that sort of money. But we'll see what happens. And um, the final story I want to touch upon before I leave you for today, is a possible exit from Liverpool, and it's Luke Chambers, a young left-back and also play left-centre-half, kind of exactly the player that we need, isn't it, in many ways? Um, but yeah, young lads, uh, not likely to play a, a leading role, I don't think, for Liverpool this season in terms of the first team. Anyway, we've seen Javel Quanta make his senior bow over the weekend. I think he's ahead of Chambers in that particular pecking order, but a story from Football Inside, and I've also seen the brilliant friend of the show, David Lynch, sort of reiterating this story as well and it says that Liverpool are given the green light for Chambers to move to Swansea in a loan move and Bayer Leverkusen were linked with Luke Chambers as well earlier on in the window so does feel as though he will find himself out on loan before the deadline passes and that's good news I think I think players like him in a way players like Joel Quanta as well they are very talented and you do want to go and see them play in first team football regularly perhaps in the Champions like this would be for Swansea or of course in the Bundesliga either one of them would be a brilliant move for him and it would allow him to continue his development I think youth football is great into a point but for some lads it gets to a stage whereby you need to be playing at a senior level now Chambers had a good spell at Kilmarnock last year and he probably wants to kick on from there and I'm not sure under 21's footy is the best place for him to do so so I think a low move away would be a really positive step for him um, and with Javel Quanto as I mentioned I actually think it would be the same for him that might depend on whether Liverpool can get a defender in through the door before the deadline passes because otherwise I think Quanta might find himself sticking around and being a part of Jurgen Klopp's plans um, but yeah let's see what happens I am braced for a particularly busy few days I hope Liverpool don't disappoint me because in my opinion we need to do some business the win against Newcastle's boss we've actually made a decent start to the season however Virgil van Dijk's now suspended McAllister is very nearly suspended Thiago's already been out injured Curtis Jones has been out injured etc etc we need to double down and to make our squad a little bit more future proof because it's all well and good having names but the minute you start to lose a couple of them we suddenly look very thin and I think we're just improving our odds dramatically of a successful season if we can get one or two more faces through the door um, before it's too late. Uh, yeah, so let's hope so. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. As I mentioned earlier, if you want to check out all our content this week, beyond and previous stuff as well, head to redmenplus.com, sign up as a legend or a captain and I will see you there. Take it easy until next time. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Superlight Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Superlight Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more.
That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code super24.